Hello and welcome to the next episode of the It Is Well podcast. Um, I hope you are all well. I hope you've enjoyed the previous episodes. And this one is focusing on loneliness and mental health. And for this one, I have a very special guest. Hello. Who are you? <laughs> you should know. I'm your wife. I definitely should know that. Yeah, so this is my wife, Rachel. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Rachel. Um, I am married to you. And very good. Well we done. And we have lots of fun. Um, I'm also a qualified CBT therapist. Um, What's a CBT therapist? <laughs> so it's a cognitive behavioural therapist. So I use cognitive behavioural therapy uh, to help people with uh, depression and anxiety and other symptoms um, to overcome it really and live the best life that they can. Cool, brilliant. So we're just going to crack straight into what we're talking about. And obviously, given the current climate um, with what's going on with coronavirus and people having to isolate, uh, lock themselves away. Loneliness is going to become more of an issue. It's going to be something that people are going to feel a lot more um, and they're just going to feel a lot more cut off. Is this, there's going to be a bit of a trick question, is this a good thing or is it a bad thing? That people will be cut off? That people will start to feel lonely. Oh, definitely a bad thing. Okay. Why is that a trick question? So, I was thinking about this earlier while I was washing up like you do and I think there is an element, and this is going to be a bit controversial. Is this because you're an introvert? Is this where we're going? Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah, for all the introverts, they're probably loving life right now. Um, just so you know as well, this is a complete open discussion. Like, Rachel and I haven't planned any of this at all, so um, we're just going to see where it goes. But um, the reason I think it could potentially be a good thing is because people getting a hint of what loneliness feels like should hopefully, in the future mean that they reach out to people a lot more and they will be more aware of people who are lonely. Do you see how it's a bit of a trick question? Yeah, I do get that, I get that. And actually it was something I was thinking about earlier today is it, I suppose it's making us all really grateful for how much we interact with other people, even if it's just walking past, you know, people in the street or just, you know, people in our workplace, we actually take for granted just those little greetings and, and conversations when we can't have them as, well as we could anymore. Yeah, definitely. So say, let's say, for example, I'm a lonely person and that loneliness is starting to kind of dwell on me. I'm starting to feel a bit anxious, starting to feel a little bit depressed. What can I do as a lonely person, or if there's anyone listening to this and they're quite lonely, what practical steps can they take to um, prevent depression from setting in? I guess, you know, the the non-rocket science answer is that we we need to reach out and um you know i've been hearing about wonderful ways that people are reaching out at the moment so social media is is playing a really good part in in a positive way i think at the moment um there's also i know that they're going to be doing stuff in the community so like hubs for particularly lonely people or people who are isolated um to get some support out there um I think, you know, just old fashioned picking up the phone. I've been making some cards today. I'm hoping to send out some cards in the post to people. Just going, going back to being a bit old fashioned, maybe some emails again. I think it does ultimately come down to reaching out to people. I don't think loneliness is anything you can tackle by being in a room on your own, if you like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that. So talking about um, this word and this thing, depression, and I often um, talk to people who are who are depressed and who feel down and just being in my job as a pastor, I think I, I talk to a lot of people who cover all spectrums of emotion right the way from joy and um, 
joy and happiness all the way down to the depression and kind of suicidal and I know you do obviously in your work as well um, there's a massive difference between being depressed and feeling depressed how do you differentiate between the two I mean I think it's you know one is is an emotion you know feeling depressed feeling down feeling low that's that's an emotion and, and we all get that at times you know that's okay and that's normal and um, we all ride the highs and lows of our emotions I think depression that we're talking about it's it's more of a state of being it, it affects the way we think it affects what we do it, of course it affects how we feel we, we get those same low depressed feelings um, but it's just so much more than that you know you find people will then choose to isolate and people will dwell in those negative thoughts and it really starts to um, you know become a, a big thing it's it's much more than just an emotion compared to the the kind of depressed emotion that we all feel and and you know at times we've all felt i'm sure in the last couple of weeks at the moment yeah so i think it's it's also um just taking a moment on there to pause on what you just said about how you've been feeling in the last few weeks um i think it's okay to acknowledge and it's good to acknowledge that everyone has a down moment in their life like no one is invincible no one is untouchable when it comes to mental health issues um, I think if anyone's got through their life and not had any then they've had a pretty well an immaculate life in some way so there's there's no one that is ever um, untouchable and like yourself work you work in this sphere of mental health and kind of treating mental health that doesn't mean you're never gonna have poor mental health um, just the same way as um, a doctor who is a heart uh, a cardiologist doesn't mean he's immune to heart attacks like yeah it, it can happen anyway definitely it's even i mean you know it's like saying your gp will never catch a cold yeah. you know mental when we're talking about mental health i think it's got this stigma of mental health being you know it has to be a major fallout and something major has gone wrong when we're talking about mental health i think we need to try to encourage people to talk more about you know the way they do with their physical health actually i'm feeling a bit run down a bit tired i've got a bit of a cold coming on actually with our mental health i'm feeling a bit low i'm feeling um a bit um depressed maybe isolated at the moment um maybe just a bit anxious a bit nervous i think you know it's okay to start using you know thinking about our mental well-being in those terms as well just the same way we would you know if we had a common cold yeah Absolutely. And I think also um, something me and you were talking about last night in in kind of discussion about this podcast is that um, someone could stand in a, a, a busy room, stand in a room full of people and still feel alone. So I think loneliness is a massive mental health thing. Um, and I also think that with um, depression, also I just want to kind of, while we're lingering on this point a little bit longer, um, it's important to know that um, that we have, uh, as Christians, if you are a Christian, that we have a saviour and we have something that's helped us through that. And also, if you rearrange the words of um, depression, you get, I pressed on. And that's something that's always cool to remember. And I just get the sense there's someone listening to this right now and you're feeling, you are feeling like you're on the verge of kind of um, a depression meltdown. Um, and yeah, I just want to encourage you just to keep going and be that one that can say, I pressed on. And if you need help, you need help. There's nothing, just because you need help doesn't mean you're a weak person. Um, and I'm sure there are so many people that leave it a little bit too late before they reach out for help. Um, and there are people that you've got your services, perhaps Rachel, you could suggest some. Um, obviously there'll be, this is mainly to Portsmouth in England, um, the services here, but you've got services no matter where you live. So say if, if someone is um, struggling, uh, where can they go? 
I mean, I would just start off with your your family and friends at your first port of call, really. Um, you know, we were talking about that idea of, you know, you can be in a room full of people and still feel lonely. And I guess the, the biggest problem with, with depression is people will then shut down. They won't talk about what's going on for them. They won't share the thoughts that are going through their mind. And actually, that's really dangerous because if we don't have other people's input, then we can't ever challenge that way of thinking. It's, it's really hard to challenge your own thoughts when only you are inputting into them, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So um, so I think even just your family and friends, you know, I know if, if I feel down, I'll just reach out to a couple of family and friends and, and they'll say, you know, oh, you know, you've got this going on and, and what can you be grateful for? And, you know, we really believe in you. You can, you can do this, you can get through this. Um, and people who know you really well will, you know, will be able to come at it from a, a well-known point of view as well. Um, if you feel like you need more support, then you know, at the moment, I think online is booming with support. Um, I've heard of loads of new apps at the moment. Um, if you just go onto your um, app store or whatever you've got on your phone, I know that um, people like Calm uh, are doing free apps and it's got some really amazing things on there, um, like meditations and stuff that you can work through. Um, there's, there's loads of stuff out there. The Mind website has loads and loads of information. Um, and if it's picking up a phone, you know, call the Samaritans. Um, there's, there's always someone at the end of the phone, 24/7. That's that's not something that's going to stop with everything that's going on at the moment. You know, that more than ever they realise that people need that. Um, there's a text service called Shout, um, which you can uh, text and they'll contact you. All of these things are, are available out there. You just, it is just a case of reaching. Out. and I know that's probably the hardest thing that people want to do you know it's a bit like telling someone who's feeling really lazy really down um, you know why don't you go to the gym and run like five miles today no one's gonna want to do that it's not gonna be you're like yes yes I'd love to do that that's what I'm gonna dive into right now um, so when it's when it's loneliness and when it's depression the idea of reaching out to someone probably feels like let's just go to the gym and run five miles and you know for most people that's not gonna be the you know easy for them so I know it's really hard but I think that's really where to start um, is just reaching out to the people around you just even if you don't want to talk about it or say what's going on just um, reaching out and being in contact with other people so that you've got other influences into your thoughts is going to be really helpful yeah um also you can always email um it is well podcast at hotmail.com and um, it's got an automated response on there so you'll get an immediate response um with some contacts where you can um go to go to for help so there is shout on there there's samaritans there's a few others so yeah if you do need them in writing or need numbers then just email me on it is well uh, podcast at hotmail.com and you'll get them uh, immediately um, in your inbox so you can uh, reach out but yeah I just encourage you to reach out if you are feeling lonely and if you are feeling like your mental health starting to take a bit of a kick which it, I think a lot of people probably are at that point right now and obviously the sun's coming out which is great but at the same time we can't go out and be in the sun um, and I just current I just I don't want to make this political but I just really really want to back what the government are saying about um, be sensible don't go out don't um, socialize in the way that you normally would do keep that social distancing um, keep just keep doing that because we need to protect each other and um the long run you're, you're protecting yourself more than anything so yeah make sure you do that um but also i just want to um just ask you a simple question rachel is there a link between the bible and psychological therapy 
Definitely. Um, do you mean in terms of like whether it's good to go have some therapy or just in terms of psychological turmoil? I'll give you an example. So when I uh, met someone and I was, they said, oh, what does your wife do for a living? And I told them, oh, she's a psychological therapist. They said, oh, should she really do that if she's a Christian? <laughs> and I think there's this whole kind of confusion and weird stigma around mental health and going to someone else for help rather than going to God for help if that makes sense. And yes, God is our healer. He's our restorer. Um, he's our way maker. To finish the lines, he's our light in the darkness. Um, <laughs> he is all of those things, but he also gives us wisdom and he also um, gives people the gift and knowledge to be able to treat these things. So where, where, where would you stand in, say you've got a Christian and they are in a bad place mentally, um, but they're saying, nope, God will heal me, God will heal me, God will heal me. Um, how would you kind of give them a kick up the bum to actually go and get professional help? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I think God will heal people. I think he is a healer and I've seen it happen. And um, I really believe in the power of prayer as well and how important it is to communicate with God about these things. And I think he does move on our behalf and, and heal us of things. Um, you know, I always come back to show me a Christian who's not willing to go to their doctor for their diabetes medication, you know, or, you know, for, for a cold, not want to take some paracetamol or something um, if they can. I think we just need to break away from this stigma that, you know, mental health must be, you know, something awful and, and non, you know, spiritually deadly and, you know, something like that. Actually, it's, it's just a case of looking after our mental well-being as well as we do our physical well-being and our emotional well-being so you know I've never really understood people who don't think that it would be normal to go and um, talk about their mental health with someone just the way they would talk that you know through a physical health problem with someone if you've got a knee injury go see a physiotherapist you do some exercises if you've um, you're struggling with some negative thoughts and, and feeling depressed then go see um, a psychological therapist and, and do some exercises and you know it is it is kind of as much as you put in, you'll get from it as well. So it does take a lot of motivation, a lot of wanting to make those changes. And sometimes we're not there. You know, I remember going to a physiotherapist with a knee injury and I, I just wasn't motivated to do the exercises. And lo and behold, my knee injury never got better. And so I think people need to be in that place as well. But, but there are things and we can talk about them, but there are things um, that we can do practically, behaviorally, there are things that we can do mentally with our thoughts. There are things that we can do emotionally with how we're feeling um, to help us get through something like depression or, or even anxiety or any of those things. Cool. So we're going to um, start to bring this to a close because I'm aware that this one is quite uh, slightly longer than normally than it normally would be. But that's OK, because it's an important topic and um, hopefully you've got something from it. And I've just remembered that I've got a rack of ribs in the oven, uh, which are coming towards the end of their timer. So I'm going to have to go check on them. So we're going to bring this to a close. Um, I'm just being real with you guys. I want you to know what's on my mind. And yeah, we're sat here talking about mental health um, and I'm thinking about the rack of ribs that I've got in the oven. And actually, let's make this into a serious point if you're feeling lonely if you're feeling depressed keep eating mm. don't stop eating um, I know you probably don't feel like it and you, you can't be bothered and you've got lethargic and you're kind of feeling a bit 
CBA. Um, keep eating because it's important that you keep up your diet and you keep your body energized. Because um, if your body isn't energized physically, then you're not going to be able to recuperate mentally. Mm. So make sure you keep eating and eat the right things. And the right things. Don't eat too much junk. You can have a chocolate bar here and there. Yeah. But you know, have some bananas. Have some. A rack of ribs. Salad. It will make you feel better. And a rack of ribs. With your salad. Maybe. Um, anyway, I just want to give you three practical things you can do if you are feeling like your mental health is on a bit of a dip at the moment with what's going on with the isolation and things like that. Number one, fast social media, because social media is one of the most powerful things in the world right now. And it has the power to either lift you up um, to the point where you feel like you stand on top of a mountain, but it also has the power to bring you down to the point you're at the, the bottom of an ocean um, and to the, the point where you're at the bottom of the sea. So if you're feeling like, um, social media is dragging you down and that it's kind of getting on top of you stop scrolling through it I mean I, I dread to think how much time I've wasted by just scrolling through the same stuff the same stuff a lot of it's scaremongering a lot of it is rumors that people like to say is true so if you're you are in that place where you're feeling down fast from social media even if it's a day um, or if it's um, even just a few hours or even a couple of days we've got a friend that's currently on a fast from social media because she was so fed up with her mental health being affected so yeah number one take a fast from social media number two listen to uplifting music you know there's this phrase like um it says oh i'm getting good vibes or yeah this place has good vibes uh, what that actually means is vibes means vibrations so when we speak um, obviously we speak in the sound waves of vibrations it's the same for music music is vibrations and it's kind of like imagine the walls are sponges and they soak up those vibrations um, so if you're listening to loads of negative stuff then the, the place is going to have bad vibes because the walls soaked up those bad vibrations but if you're listening to uplifting music and positive things um, then the walls are going to soak up good stuff so listen to good music listen to uplifting music um, that's positive as well and number three, give someone a phone call or a video call, especially the ones you miss most. Uh, I'm really, really going to struggle not seeing my mum and dad over the next week, months, however long. Um, so I keep in touch with them every day, make sure I have a phone call and make sure we have a video call as well with our, our daughter Aoife, just so they're not missing out as well. And we're looking out for their mental health. And that is it, I think, at the end of the day, when if you're phoning someone else for your benefit, you're also actually helping them as well. So it's this kind of circle of... Um, encouragement that we can do um, just by phoning so yeah those three things again fast social media listen to uplifting music and give someone a phone call um, or a video call and hopefully that will um, lift you up and like I said I know this is a slightly longer episode and um, I'm not sorry for that uh, because that's just the way it goes sometimes but we hope you have got something from this um, please drop us a message on Facebook or Instagram or an email if you need to if you need to talk about anything in a little bit more detail but what I will say now because Rachel um, is too polite and too lovely to say this Rachel can't help you professionally so um, if you need professional help, you'll have to go through the service. So don't message me and ask for Rachel to treat your mental health issues because she can't do that because she has a professional um, standard to live to. And also she's on maternity leave. So even if she could, she wouldn't because she's on maternity leave. Um, so yeah, I just want to say that now um, just to prevent people from messaging me, asking me to put them in touch with Rachel. Um, so yeah, thank you very much, Rachel. You're welcome. Um, I hope you enjoyed it, your, did, your, your podcast debut, just talking <laughs> to a microphone. Um, so yeah, hope you enjoyed that. Have a great day. Have a great week and God bless. Bye-bye.